This episode of the Halloween Podcast is brought to you by Purity Ascent Oils. Do you love pure essential oils? Don't like the cost of those big MLM companies? We have you covered. Purity Ascent Oils goes through the same testing standards as the big companies, with the same quality. They're able to sell their oils at a fraction of the price because all bottling, packaging, sourcing, and sales are all done in-house by one person. Me, Lyle Perez. Next time you're looking for Pure Essential Oils, stop by our website at www.purityascentoils.com. Make sure you use coupon code HALLOWEEN to get 20% off your first order. There'll be a link in the show notes. Now, let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Perez, and in this episode, we're going to continue our look into the more scary stories to tell in the Dark series, and I think we're up to, to six now. That's at least what my notes say. <laughs> we're on story six, Somebody Fell from a Loft. And uh, here we go. This is another sea story. If I didn't make it clear in my last Scary Stories episode... I'm not a really big fan of like pirates, ships, stories from the harsh sea. I don't know why. I wasn't really a fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. So I don't know. It's just they just don't interest me. Maybe. Who knows? It's not my thing. But I got through this story nonetheless. Uh, in Somebody Fell from a Loft, where we hear a story about a sailor named McLaurin. Now, the story is written in the first person, so we never really know who is actually talking. It's just always referenced as the narrator. Uh, the narrator says that he signed up to work with this crew on a sailing trip to England. When he finally saw the bow, he instantly recognized it as the Gertrude Spurshoe. Uh, it's a ship that he has been on before. He recognized it. It had been repainted, renamed, but the ship was still the same it's the same thing on this voyage they had a good crew but there was this one sailor named mclaurin who kept to himself and acted very strangely one of the crew members told mclaurin that the narrator sailed on the ship before when it was called the gertrude when he found out he started giving the narrator dirty looks and even looked like he wanted to kill him he thought it might have been because they both sailed on the same ship before. You know, those drunken knights, pirates, <laughs> whatever. They probably got into some brawls. On this one night, they were sailing along. It was very dark and foggy. Despite that, the seas were very calm. McLaurin was at the wheel just sailing along when wham, something flies out of the water, smacks down in front of McLaurin. He screams and faints. None of the sailors knew what it was. They said it looked like a big, ugly devil. 
they didn't know what to do. It looked like a person. McLaurin came to and he started speaking gibberish. The captain of the ship debated on just throwing it back into the sea, but he thought it could have been a stowaway, so he didn't know what to do with this big ugly devil thing that was on his on his floor. Uh, some time went on and the captain finally decided to just throw the thing back into the ocean. He gave the order, but nobody wanted to touch it. Finally, McLaurin said that he'll do it. He's handled this this type of thing before. He can do it again, he says in quotations. He picks the thing up and walks over to the edge of the ship. He's about to throw it over when the thing wraps its arms around him and they both go overboard. The crew tries to throw life preservers out to McLaurin, but it's too late. He's nowhere in sight. The voyage finishes and the narrator goes home. He finds the old sea captain of the Gertrude and asks about McLaurin. He tells him that on his last voyage, McLaurin was having trouble with another sailor, a big guy. One wet night, they were both at the top of the sail and when all of a sudden the big guy comes flying down and hits the deck, he's dead. McLaurin said that the rope they were working with parted and he almost fell too. So it wasn't just the big guy that fell, he would have gone too. When they looked at the rope, it looked like it had been cut. No one can prove that McLaurin did something to kill the big guy, so they never alerted the authorities. It was just an accident. The old sea captain said the big guy must have took care of things his way, even if he was a ghost. So the big thing that fell was supposed to be this guy that came back, jumped out of the sea, and landed on that ship to take McLaurin with him. Uh, so this is a, a kind of a freaky tale about vengeance and uh, vengeful spirits taking matters into their own hands. Somebody Fell From Aloft is an abridged version of another story called Who Fell From Aloft by George Wasson. Uh, this one was really hard to find only because of the way it was sourced by Mr. Shorts. In the source section of the book, he mentions that this is an abrid abridged version of Who Fell From Aloft, but he does it in such a way that it makes you think that is the name or the title of the book. It goes on to say to check his notes under the heading, Somebody Fell From Aloft. In that little paragraph, he tells you about sailors from the area of southern Maine. Uh, they would share like these stories, but no reference of the book, Who Fell From Aloft. Uh, I went to the author's reference section and found George Wasson with the book titled Captain Simon's Store. So I thought, perfect, let's go look it up. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find anything with that title. I searched and searched till finally I came across something called Cap In, uh, Captain, Ca <laughs> it's Cap In Simon's Store. Cap In like Captain Crunch, not the regular captain. So now I had the title of the book, but I still couldn't find the actual book itself. All the libraries around me didn't have it. 
Walmart had a reprinted version for like 40 bucks. <laughs> I wasn't paying that. Uh, I took a break from looking and then when I finally came back, I, I found it. The actual version of the story is pretty long. It just goes on and on. I tried reading it, but man, this thing, it, it was, I hate to say it, but it was boring. It goes into detail where it doesn't really matter and it just seems very long-winded. Uh, the account between McLaurin and the big guy, you actually get to read about it. Uh, the meat of the story is all there though. It just goes way into detail. It's written in like straight up sailor talk. It was so tough for me to read because I don't really speak that way. <laughs> I speak like a pirate, like a sailor. Uh, but it was fun to see where the shorter version of the story came from. Like Mr. Shorts mentioned in Scary Stories, there was a port in Maine where many sea captains would hang out and tell stories about their trips. George Masson uh, collected these stories and put them on paper. It makes me wonder how much of these stories are the captains and how much is Masson's imagination. He had to try to make the stories seem better, more to life, so people would find them more interesting. While researching, I came across a newspaper article from the New York Times where it talked about this book. Uh, this one was published in May 9th, 1903. It talks about the veteran skippers and captains from a village called Killerick Cove who hung around... Uh, a cove and they told stories to one another it also talks about how that was the inspiration for the book for the um george masson's book i really like the final sentence of the article it reads quote and so those of the group who by virtue of position and experience are qualified to speak philosophize and interpret those quaint ideas with reminiscence and anecdotes, some of which are humorous and some pathetic. <laughs> All, of course, are stories of the sea or of the hardy fish folk and well worth reading, end quote. From reading the article, I kind of got the impression that a bunch of old sailors just got together to try to one-up on each other's stories. Maybe the story of McLaurin never really took place the way it was told in Short's book. It was something that somebody just came up with at one of these meetings and now it's immortalized forever. Or it could have just been this ghost story of a big guy haunting the seas. Whatever, your choice. So that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my look into the more scary stories to tell in the dark books. If you have any questions, comments, or want to suggest anything for a future show, you can go ahead and send me an email to thehalloweenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our new website, thehalloweenpodcast.com. There's a contact me page there, and uh, there's also a place where you can listen online. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehalloweenpodcast. Just want to give a quick shout out to my two top fans, Brian and Megan. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. We are also on Twitter at The Halloween Pod. If you'd like to support the show, you can do it a bunch of different ways. 
you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thehalloweenpod and become a monthly giver. You get access to a lot of extra bonus content from the Halloween podcast, uh, some shows that were never released on the feed. You get those too. You can also support our sponsors at the beginning of the show. If you can't help financially, there's other ways you can support us. You can always leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It literally takes about five minutes to leave us a five-star review, so help us out with that. Another way you can help is to just go to our YouTube channel, The Nostalgic Review, and become a subscriber. You can watch some of our Halloween-related videos, and by doing so, you're helping us out. So leave us a five-star review, and then go to our YouTube channel, The Nostalgic Review, subscribe, and watch all of our shows a hundred times, because every time somebody watches, it does help us out, and every time somebody subscribes, it does help us out. Every episode of the Halloween podcast gets thousands of downloads. And if everyone that downloads this episode subscribes to the YouTube channel, that means we are just that much closer to reaching our goal. There will be links in the show notes in case uh, to make it easier for you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, have a good night.